Welcome to the Cosmic Collective Podcast. I'm your host and psychic medium, Mads, and in this community, we talk about all things spiritual awakening, higher consciousness, and unlocking the path back to your soul. Welcome to the Collective. Hello, welcome back for another episode. This one, guys, it's juicy. I have literally so much information, like, Oh my God, I don't know if you can hear me like scrolling on my mouse right now. I have pages and pages of information. I'm going to have to timestamp this episode for you. Um, I mean, I think most people are going to be interested in the vast majority of it, especially those of you going through your Saturn returns. Um, but I'm also at the end going to go through what, how this Saturn return or how Saturn in Pisces is going to affect you specifically based on where Pisces is in your chart. So I'm going to have a bit of like a timestamp, hopefully to kind of get you through all of these different parts of the episode. It's like, it's a hefty episode guys. I did so much channeling and like reading and studying for this episode, like four hours worth. Um, so when I say I've got a lot of information, I've got a lot a lot of information. So I just want to dive right into it. No catch up today, no updates, nothing like that. Let's just dive into Saturn returns. So what is a Saturn return? So Saturn is um, a planet. It rules Capricorn. And actually, supposedly before Uranus was discovered, uh, it actually ruled Aquarius, uh, which I didn't know. That was something I learned in my reading. So I thought that was really interesting and also explains just like the utter intensity of Saturn in Aquarius the last three years. Like that was like, that was intense guys. That was, that was intense. Um, so the, the Saturn archetype is the ruler of Capricorn. So this has a really big focus. Capricorn energy has a super big focus on business, public reputation, professionalism. Um, and Saturn specifically as a planet, if we take um, its zodiac ruler out of it, has a huge, huge, huge focus on systems, karma. That's the fun one with this. Uh, structure, strength, challenges and obstacles, discipline, uh, the human construct of time, and the government. So on a personal level, Saturn affects you in terms of your discipline, your responsibility, your life structure. And specifically with Saturn returns or these Saturn transits that we have been experiencing, um, it's asking you to create something meaningful in your life that's going to set you up for the future. So Wherever Saturn is in your chart right now, that's really what it's asking you to, to do. It's asking you to show up in this way. And more specifically, if you're having a Saturn return, um, that is what's going on. On a collective level, Saturn uh, is the government, um, social systems and structures, and public reputation as a whole. So um, it is a malefic planet. Um, if you've ever taken one of my master classes, um, I've, I've been guest teaching a little bit more recently and, uh, I've been teaching about like how different planetary systems work and how that affects your soul's contract. And there are planets that are known as benefic, like really positive, really, really light, expansive, fun energies. And then there are planets that are known as malefic. And that is like kind of tense, kind of challenging, 
kind of disciplined, really not like the fun, lighthearted kind of vibes. So Saturn is one of those malefic planets. Um, and I think that's why people, when they hear Saturn return, they kind of get this like insane anxiety and fear of like, oh my God, this is going to be the worst time of my life. But it actually brings a lot of um, change in in your life and it does call for more structure. But the reality is, is anytime Saturn moves signs for the collective, it's asking us really to bring um, more structure to that area of life, more discipline, more foundational systems that will move that area of life forward but Saturn return especially when you go through your first Saturn return which we're going to get into in a minute um Saturn returns are about like becoming a spiritual adult is essentially how a lot of people refer to it as um there's a certain level of maturity that you come into at this point in your life and that's why it happens in your late 20s a lot of people during this time period find their life partner they get married they have children they make a huge investment um it's really really interesting in that sense so um it's nothing to be afraid of so let's talk about Saturn returns because this is kind of like getting into my Saturn return notes so on a technical basis, a Saturn return is when Saturn is in the sign that it was when you were born. And this only happens every 27 years, 28 years at the most. Um, so you're typically going to experience your Saturn return around the age of 27, 28 years old, um, up until your early thirties. It depends kind of like when you were born and how many retrogrades Saturn has kind of gone through throughout the signs before it returns back to your natal sign. The peak of your Saturn return um, is going to happen whenever it um, travels within 10 degrees of the natal Saturn in your chart. For example, if you have Saturn in Pisces at the, mm, I don't know, 25th degree, or let's actually, let's make it a little bit more simple. Let's say you have Saturn um, at the 15th degree, like just halfway through the sign. Saturn in Pisces at the 15th degree, that is um, where it is in your chart, um, then whenever Saturn enters the fifth degree of Pisces, the transiting Saturn, when it enters the fifth degree of Pisces until it gets to the 25th degree of Pisces is when you're going to have your peak, uh, of your Saturn return. So that's, that'll last years, uh, about a year and a half, um, for, for it to go through that amount of degrees, those 20 degrees there, or maybe even like two years. Um, and that's just because it's creating a conjunction, which is, um, basically like a side by side with your natal Saturn. So natal Saturn is where Saturn is in your chart, your birth chart. When you were born, transiting Saturn is where Saturn is now, um, at the present moment. So Saturn has just entered Pisces. Any babies being born right now are going to be Saturn in Pisces. It's actually really interesting because a lot of children will have the same Saturn placements as one or both parents because you often have children when you, whenever your Saturn return um, happens. It's just like that whole maturity aspect um, and, and laying foundations for your life. So um, that's kind of like the technical aspects with the Saturn transits and if you're trying to understand the astrology of it and how this happens um, and, and what return means. Just return means it has returned to the spot that it was when you were born. It's nothing to be afraid of. Uh, in fact, it's like a time of immense blessing. Um, but you do have to be emotionally and mentally prepared to work through the challenges that are going to be working to make you stronger. Um, it's really about 
resilience and perseverance because this is a really, really, really big upgrade in your life. Specifically, well, we're going to get into the Saturn and Pisces thing. Um, I have notes on that too, but this is specifically like for anyone right now with Saturn and Pisces, like collectively, regardless of if it's your return or not, you need to be so disciplined in your spiritual practice. I don't care what your spiritual practice is, like whether you meditate or you journal or you run or you... I don't know what it is that you do, whatever you do, you need to be so disciplined in it because this is, this is, this transit is going to be, I have notes on it. We're going to get into it. This transit is going to be something else. Um, personally, I'm feeling a lot of lightness with this transit so far. I mean, it's only been four days, but immediately, like I woke up on Monday and was like, oh my God, <laughs> Saturn's in Pisces. Saturn is chilling the fuck out right now. Um, it doesn't particularly like being in Pisces, um, but Pisces kind of like mutes it a little bit because there are such polarized energies. So um, again, nothing to be afraid of. In terms of challenges, I often see these Saturn returns come up as like a lot of emotional challenges, like really, really, really working through your mental and emotional structures rather than it being like an external thing. Now, don't come for me whenever something external happens in your life. I'm not saying it can't or won't happen. I'm just saying from what I've witnessed professionally with a lot of my clients who have helped navigate through Saturn returns, it's a time where like you are just internally tested because you're being called to expand and become this higher, better version of yourself. And that often comes through challenges like the dark night of the soul and reorienting your life and pivoting and pivoting and pivoting and pivoting because you're unlearning the ways of being that have been more geared towards your ego and you're being asked to like find new direction and come into your core self um, and your maturity. And this isn't because of Saturn. Um, it's just because of the point that you are at in your life. Like it's a time to reevaluate. Saturn is asking you to reevaluate things. Um, but Saturn is very, very structured. It's not a very spiritual planet at all. Um, literally at all. Um, it's very, 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 very masculine in nature. And so it's very, very focused on the 3D, the physical and systems and structures. So again, just don't be afraid. The The thing is too, guys, like when it comes to fear, the more you let fear take over, like the more of your power you're giving away, like if you don't like something, change it. That That's literally, if okay, if there's a quote that I could say on what Saturn returns are, it's that. If you don't like something, change it. That's what it is. That's what a Saturn return is. If you don't like it, change it. So that's, that's, that's the, that's the crux of it. Basically, if you don't care about any other details, you can log off here. Like, if you don't like something, change it for the next three years. Um, but yeah, it's a huge upgrade in your life. Um, like I said, it's a point of spiritual maturity and it's asking you specifically to work towards something, um, to build something meaningful. Sorry. Um, and, and you're going to have to work really, really hard for this. It's not going to be Saturn returns are not about quick, easy success, quick, easy fixes. It is long, hard work and grit. That is what it's asking for. So you need to be able to find balance. And that's actually something that we're going to talk about specifically with Saturn transiting through Pisces. So just keep that in mind. This is going to be the next few years of like really just allowing yourself to reorient your foundation, fix any cracks in it, pour a new foundation if you have to. Uh, and um, really just train yourself to not be so focused on 
immediate gratification. What do you call that? Instant gratification. Cause that's just not what Saturn is going to offer you. Um, and if you do get offered that and you're not aware, um, you're going to have to take a bunch of steps back to kind of like rework that. So that's most of it. Uh, we also have Saturn working alongside the very short transit of Pluto in Aquarius that is happening later this month until June. Everyone's talking about Pluto's moving into Aquarius. Pluto's moving into Aquarius. It's very short. It is the preview before the movie. You know, when you're at the Cineplex and you're watching a movie and you're like, oh my God, I want to keep watching that. And you realize it's just a preview and the movie comes out like six months later and they're just teasing you for it. That's Pluto in Aquarius from the end of March till like mid-June. It's going to go back and retrograde into Capricorn for about one degree and then it's going to come back into Aquarius uh, in January of 2020. What year are we going into? 2024. So we it's these there these planets are going to be working together because Saturn just left Aquarius uh, and Pluto's going to enter it. So there's going to be a lot of rebirthing to social systems and structures that we're getting a bit of a glimpse of in at the end of the month. Actually, I should probably do an episode about that. I think I'll I'd like to do an episode about that. I'm not going to say I should, but I think I'd like to. Uh, and so that's kind of setting the tone for the next 20 years after January because Pluto is going to be there. And again, we can talk about that more, but these, these energies are working together and specifically with Saturn in Pisces, which is right next to Aquarius. Aquarius is also very spiritual, but more like in the sense of innovation and tech technology and progressing society forward as where, Pisces, which is where Saturn is going to be for the next three years, is really focused on like the subconscious and the hidden and revealing what has been previously unseen. So there's going to be a lot of that happening in society, but also within yourselves with Saturn return happening and wherever Saturn is in your chart. Because again, Saturn return is like a more intense level of the Saturn transit, but Saturn is still going to be affecting everyone in the collective. So we're going to get to that in just a quick moment. But yeah, just to recap the common things that happen during Saturn returns, getting married, changing careers, starting your ideal career, having children, making big purchases and investments and balancing karma. In terms of the balancing karma aspect, uh, it's easier if you've been doing your shadow work uh, and it's not really something that you have to take action on. Karma works for you. You don't serve karma. Karma just kind of serves where it needs to go. Uh, so do keep that in mind. And you're like, okay, Mads, how do I know if it's my Saturn return? Well, I'm going to tell you. Your first Saturn return is happening if you were born May 21st, 1993 through to June 30th, 1993. Or if you were born January 1994 through April 7th, 1996. So you can just go and rewind that if you miss those dates. And now I know we have a very diverse collective here in the Cosmic Collective podcast. So if you were born in the 60s, you're having your second Saturn return if you were born March 23rd, 1964 to September 16th, 1964, or if you were born December 15th, 1964 through March 3rd, 1967. And then in case there happens to be someone who's listening to this podcast who is in their third Saturn return, uh, you'd be born either February 14th, 1935 through April 24th, 1937, 
or October 17th, 1937 through January 14th, 1938. So that is who's going through Saturn returns. These are all the people who are going to be born with Saturn and Pisces in their charts at variable points in their life. So let's, let's now jump into uh, Saturn and Pisces and what this means. So Saturn has had six incredibly strong years in its natal signs of Capricorn and Aquarius. Uh, it's the two natal signs that it rules. It's the two zodiacs that it has rulership over. And when it's in its home sign, that is when a planet is its strongest so that's why the last six years have felt rather intense. Um, Saturn and Aquarius brought a lot of restriction to society, as we know, because <laughs> the last three years have been a fucking shit show on the planet. Um, peep Miss Corona. <laughs> um, but it's fine because, you know, it's over and done. We've worked through it. We're moving forward. So it's going to be very different with Saturn and Pisces. So Saturn is strong and structured as we've been saying. And Pisces is literally anything but that. Shout out to my Pisces listeners. Um, literally anything but that. Pisces is soft and flowy and incredibly emotional. And Saturn doesn't really vibe with those energies. Saturn is not emotional in the least. Like it is just not emotional at all. Um, and it doesn't flow. It likes things to stay the same and be Saturn can actually be, pre be pretty rigid, like can be pretty strict and overly disciplined in its like negative polarity. So with these, with Saturn in Pisces, we're seeing like quite a bit of duality kind of coming into play here in the collective. And I'm going to get into how it affects the collective and your individual experience as well. Um, but specifically with this transit with Saturn in Pisces, what I was receiving is that it really is here to especially for creatives, by the way, this is a, such a really fabulous transit because it's asking you to get serious about what you're creating because Pisces is the dreamer. Pisces has a lot of dreams and a lot of like, you know how a lot, if you have Pisces placements, you know, you can kind of get like lost in your head and you're kind of just like floating up there and you don't really come back down to reality all that often. Uh, that's something that you have to work on if you have a lot of Pisces placements. This is a really good time for you to get really structured and serious about what you visualize in your head and how to bring that into the physical, how to literally physically manifest it and, and build it materially through the ideas that you receive in your mind. And because Pisces is the fish, right, in the constellations, the fish move in two different directions. And so we're really going to see the pendulum swing between what happens when Pisces energy is channeled correctly and when Pisces energy is used for escapism. So be aware of that. I'm just receiving downloads that there could be like a new drug issue and it's 444 as I'm saying that. Ooh. Oh, I don't like that for the humans. Um, uh, there's either going to be like a new drug that comes out oh maybe like pharmacology wise like maybe like pharmaceutical that comes out um but i'm also seeing like a rise in drug use for a, a, an amount of the population this is also going to be a good time to get sober though so it's really going to depend like where you're at with your subconscious and like what fish you're moving in direction with in terms of pisces but that's coming in so that was something that i didn't download before this episode that kind of just came through right now 
But if channeled correctly, this Piscean energy is going to bring in a lot of divine inspiration because it's pulling it from your subconscious and your subconscious has direct access to your higher self, uh, to the higher dimensions. So it can be a really, really beautiful placement, but there is going to be a lot of duality. Um, so let's get into what the collective is going to experience with Saturn and Pisces. So as we mentioned, Pisces moves in two different directions, which represents spirituality, the subconscious, what is hidden. And with the two two ways that it moves in, right, where we're seeing the, the two ends of the spectrum. So duality is going to be emphasized over the next um, three years. And back in 2020, I had predicted that this transit was going to bring a lot, a lot to light in the collective. I remember sitting there, like it was like the last night of 2019 and I was like, shit's going to go down in 2023 and 2024. Like humans are not ready for the shit that is going to go down in 2023, 2024. Now, now, now the hum- humans are ready. Like humanity is ready to, to see what's going on. It's already been happening. There has been a lot of eye opening on the planet about certain elitist structures and actually there's quite a bit of it going on right now some tiktok drama with some celebrities um which is actually kind of funny uh because it started at the end of one of their saturn returns and the beginning of another so it's kind of funny um not funny it's just ironic the elite are funny the celebrities are funny to me but i digress um so Basically what I saw with this and and what I'm still understanding about uh, the collective experience of Saturn and Pisces is that yes, there, so the fake woke fad has been a thing that's been going on since 2020, but it's about to, from a a governmental capitalist elitist perspective is about to get a fuck done worse. Um, There are going to be a lot of illusions surrounding a lot of metaphysical truths be very 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 aware of false flags um just be very aware of them we had one a couple of weeks ago about aliens landing on the planet and i was like huh what are they prepping them for like why 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 are they doing that right now what are they prepping the collective for um and false flag, if you're unfamiliar with the term, basically just means an, a, 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 like fake news, um, a orchestrated or an orchestrated event orchestrated by uh, the powers that be uh, that has literally no merit. It is not true. It's basically like acting or it's just something that is put out there to distract the public from something else. So be very aware of false flags during this time um, because there's going to be a lot of distortion coming into play with um, spirituality and the truth of spirituality. This is a year, a year, it's a three-year period. This is a time for discernment and to rely within for guidance. No one knows what is better for you than you. So this is a really good time period to learn to build trust with yourself, to come into your own with self, and to really allow yourself to get, especially because Pisces is asking you to become more disciplined with your spiritual practice and to get to know your subconscious. It's a really, really powerful time to begin or resume or heighten a meditation practice so that you can receive the guidance that you're hoping to have, but you're receiving it internally rather than externally because there's just, there's going to be a lot. And I'm sure there's going to be topics that I will be guided to speak on to kind of help myth bust certain things. And maybe that's why we haven't done the whole um, spiritual red flags myth busting episode yet. Maybe 
this maybe spirit's been waiting to guide me through this transit um maybe there's some more important things to talk about but it's going to be really important and even then even then i'm saying like you know i'll probably talk about these things but again use discernment like you know what feels right for you even if i'm talking about one thing um you know my whole motto question everyone and everything including me it's the only way that you come to the truth within yourself uh and i i wholeheartedly believe that um so just be very cautious um and you know if something feels right for you and you know if it doesn't. So just really, really, really learn to honor that in these next few years. Uh, and then also there's going to be like a lot of mixed messages that come out in attempts to cover up or get ahead of truths that will be exposed at the end of this transit and also during the years 2030 through 2033, which I'm not sure where Saturn's going to be. I believe that'll be, oh shit, that'll be in Taurus. Ooh, 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 <laughs> ooh, okay, mm, yep, all right, that's going to be interesting, that's going to be interesting, okay, so anyways, there's going to be a lot that's coming out with this, um, when I say exposed, like think of a lot of the hidden things that people tend to kind of rabbit hole at the beginning of the awakening, um, just like a lot of things that are going to be going to be coming up with this, so just be aware of that. That's what's happening collectively with Saturn and Pisces. On an individual level, I've also got some, some info here for you. So it's a good time to look inward and uncover anything hidden in your subconscious, belief systems, ideologies, and your own spiritual nature. If you've been waiting for a time to get existential and philosophical, mm, Pisces isn't so phys- philosophical, but it's very existential. If you've been waiting for a time to get existential these next three years, have your cake and eat it too with your existentialism. It's a good time for it. It's an ideal time, and I strongly recommend it, um, to cultivate inner calm and an inner knowing. These next three years are about self-reliance and a deep, deep, deep connection with your core self. I have an incredible meditation on my website called the Meet Your Soul Self or Connect With Your... I I changed the name of it, so I don't remember what it's called. But the description basically says that you're going to meet your soul self and connect with your higher self in this meditation I think it's like 24 minutes. It's a really, really beautiful meditation, if I do say so myself. Um, My clients love it. My listeners love it. Um, I will link it below. You can use um, the Cosmic Collective code to get a discount off of the meditation. So I will link that below. Uh, That will help you get to know a deeper part of yourself and uh, help you cultivate that inner knowing and that, that deeper connection with self. Your dreams may also be very prophetic and insightful, especially for those of you with 12th house Pisces um, or a 12th house Neptune. So um, this is going to be helpful to like see what you're being guided towards, but also what your subconscious is clearing um, and what your subconscious is trying to like bring to the surface to have you become aware of consciously so you can heal your subconscious, which brings me to my next point. This is also going to be a time of resurfacing of wounds. Your subconscious is going to want to purge literally anything and everything unpleasant that may have that you may have shoved back into your subconscious throughout the last however many decades you've been alive regardless of your where Saturn is for you if whether it's in Pisces or not if you have Saturn in Pisces this is also going to be very very real for you if you have Saturn in Pisces in the 12th 4th or 8th house this is going to be especially happening for you I don't want to say like intense but like it's going to be especially real for you So do be aware of that. Um, If you start getting really overwhelmed or really anxious, it's really good to question like, why am I feeling anxiety about this? Why am I feeling fear? 
Why am I feeling whatever it is that I'm feeling? Where does this belief come from? What am I afraid of? Why am I afraid of it? What solutions can I provide myself for? What emotional needs do I need to meet within myself that I've been looking externally to be met? Those are good questions to kind of ask whenever these, these wounds are coming up. It's also a good time period to maintain well-established boundaries in your relationships, but also get clear about what you want in relationships. So um, stay true to who you are or become the true version of yourself and don't try and mold yourself for another. Pisces in a wounded polarity is horrible for that. Uh, all due respect to my Pisces placements, but Pis- Pisces really do change themselves and mold themselves kind of like water, right? Water just kind of moves and forms around things that it comes into contact with so that they can receive love from other people. This is not the time for that. This is the time to be your core self and let your life flow and guide you to the people who are going to receive you in your truth. And then finally, it's a really, really good time on an individual level to get creative and find new ways to express yourself, specifically for artists, writers, and anyone in um, like fine arts or really, really creative endeavors. You are going to thrive during this period, okay? You are going to thrive. I'm really excited about this personally. When this came through for me, I was like, fuck yes, let's fucking go. All I want to do is create for the next three years. Like, let's freaking go. Um, But then what also came in with that channel was, but it's also important to take part in real life. So don't forget about that aspect of humanism. So create, 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 get these ideas that are in your head on paper, create, 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 but like also show up in real life, have a social life have good friends, connect with your family, all the good stuff. So that's what we can expect on collective and personal levels with the Saturn return, what a Saturn return is, Saturn in Pisces. Now I want to go into how Saturn transiting Pisces is going to affect you specifically based on what house Pisces is in. So I'm going to go through all of the houses and the rising signs. Now you might be a first house Pisces rising, but you're a Pisces rising and the majority of Pisces is in your 12th house because based on the degrees, and I'm going to say this because I don't think I mentioned it enough on the podcast, but I mentioned this so much when I teach is you must for the utmost accuracy of your soul contract, use the Placidus system when pulling your birth chart. I am so Ooh, I need to pipe down, but I'm so frustrated of seeing whole sign this. It doesn't make any sense. Why am I talking like that? But it's just like, it's just so irritating because it whole sign doesn't make any sense. It makes sense because you're maybe not understanding how charts work, which is fine and fair, but don't skew it because a Pisces, any rising sign at zeroth degree versus a rising sign at the 15th or the 29th degree have such such different energies and these are what we call critical and anoretic degrees they are so 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 important the degree of your rising sign sets the entire tone for your birth chart so please don't mess around with that please don't use the whole sign system you want to use the placidus system if you're using tropical astrology okay glad we got that cleared up don't skew it don't use the whole sign system use the placidus system the degree is important now If you have a Pisces rising or Pisces is in the majority of your first house, here's what you can expect with Saturn transiting Pisces. It's in your sign, so get ready. Uh, This is going to be rather intense for you, but in a pretty good way. It's a conjunction to your rising sign, most likely, um, if it's in your first house. 
So it's going to be of utmost, utmost importance um, because this is going to be affecting your core identity. So this transit, Pisces rising or first house Pisces asking you, who are you really? Who are you, Pisces? Who are you? This is the perfect time to switch up anything that hasn't been working for you, like health regimens, diets, exercise, personality, friends, job, and getting clear on who you truly are, what you genuinely want to experience in this life, and what hasn't been working for you. Your outlook during this transit might have a bit more of like a serious and responsible tone, which is not typical for you. So don't be too concerned about that. Um, you might start this transit feeling frustrated with yourself and kind of like lacking confidence or looking for external validation to boost your confidence. But Saturn is kind of coming in to ask you like, is that really sustainable? Like, can you constantly be on this search for external validation? Or do you believe that that's something that you should probably foster within? Hint, hint. It's something that you should probably foster from within. So again, kind of reiterating just the general Saturn in Pisces placement. Um, Saturn in Pisces is asking you to go within for all your needs and meet your own needs before you re request other people to meet them for you. This is going to be a time to rework um, any feelings that cause you to resist coming into a deeper sense of self. So you need to deepen your relationship and connection with yourself and your subconscious rather than run from it and escaping from it, which you might have a tendency to do with a strong Pisces placement like placement like the first house. Just keep in mind that the subconscious is the path to knowing your authentic and core self. There is nothing that you're going to find there that is going to deter you away from who you are. It's just going to give you greater clarity on who you are and it's going to foster a lot of inner strength. You're going to be ripping away the superficial, the illusions, um, and really coming to clarity about what is actually possible for you. And this will be easier the less that you resist and the more that you allow this transit to work with you and for you. By the end of the transit, you'll feel like you know yourself a lot better and you're going to feel pretty anchored into who you are so long that you do the work. Um, the more challenging this transit is going to be is going to be based on how much you resist it. So keep that in mind. If you don't resist it, it's going to have a really, really good outcome for you. You'll have laid the foundation to take next steps in terms of your financial wealth, your career and projects and stuff, because you'll have come into authenticity of who you are and you're going to know what you're worth and what you offer as an individual. Uh, it's also possible that anything you experience as a passion during this time, so over the next three years, will actually become a very successful career endeavor once um, Saturn enters Aries next time, it, like when, whenever it changes signs. Overall, how you present yourself to the world is shifting and changing. Uh, your appearance physically is also likely to change. So if you get like a new style or you completely reinvent your look, super normal with this. And anything you feel discomfort about in relation to yourself is going to come to the surface to be adjusted. So if you have Pisces in the first house or you're Pisces rising, that's what you can expect with Saturn in Pisces. If you have Saturn, Saturn in Pisces, um, in your, if you have Pisces in your second house, this is where Saturn's going to be. Typically this will be like an Aquarius rising. This is going to be a new stage in your self-worth finances and how effective you are in materializing your reality. This is going to be a time of hard work, practicality, and dedication. Financial success will be steady, but a bit more slow as this transit passes. Um, but as it continues to go on, it's going to bring longer term rewards. So keep an eye on your finances and course correct as soon as possible if you've been reckless and make sure that you're really just staying on top of things and that you're not doing things for like a quick buck. And this will be really, really, really prosperous for you.
with Saturn transiting Pisces in your second house, um, the purpose here is to make the connection between your own self-worth and your ability to receive wealth from the outside world. The two are literally cause and effect. The more worthy you feel, the more you receive wealth. It is literally, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing, that relationship with karma there. You might find that you're looking externally for validation. So this transit again is going to ask you to turn inward and meet your own needs and meet this need yourself when it comes to proving your self-worth. Oftentimes people feel like I need to prove my worth to people, but really who they need to prove it to is to themselves, not to anyone outside of them. Because it doesn't matter who validates you externally. If you don't believe it, you're it's not going to matter. So this is going to make you more effective in your life, um, specifically in your wealth expansion too. It's going to open you up to some really, really, really new doors, um, really prosperous opportunities. You're probably going to have like a newfound confidence by the end of this transit that you're going to be applying in the real world. And because Saturn just came out of your rising sign, like literally days ago, um, you should feel like you have a deeper understanding of who you are and who you want to be and what it takes to be that version of you. And now it's really about allowing that version of you to guide you um, through really, really, really manifesting your reality and embody your core self so that you can continue generating wealth or start generating wealth um, throughout the next three years and really throughout the next 27 years is what this is going to bring for you. So basically, in other words, um, for a second house Pisces placements, like set the foundations to get rich. End of story. And that happens long term. It doesn't happen like, again, don't go for the quick buck. If you have Pisces in your third house or are a Capricorn rising, um, Pisces is Saturn in Pisces in this placement um, is going to be kind of bringing um, a lot of networking for you. So the results of your networking are going to be reviewed. So any prior networking to this transit are going to kind of come into um, like, uh, how do you say, I've been trying to find this word for two days now. It's not in review. There's a very specific term I've been trying to look for to express this and I can't seem to find it. I'm going to need to pull out like a thesaurus or like a dictionary or something, but basically, um, how you've received and worked with information from external sources over the last couple of years is going to be under inspection. And you might feel a little bit of pressure surrounding like mental output, producing ideas and putting ideas to work, especially if you're a team player or you work in a team setting for work. Um, so do just keep in mind that there's, there needs to be balance, especially with Pisces in, in this space. Like you do need to ground yourself and you don't always have to be thinking. So just keep that in mind. The beginning of the transit for you might feel like a little bit somber. You might feel like there are acquaintances that are kind of blocking your growth. So it's really important to reevaluate your network and the people that are around you. This isn't specifically friends. This is people that you network with. This is like professional relationships. And then kind of decide if those are people that you want to be surrounded with as you continue your life's journey. And if they're blocking you or causing you to feel small, then it's probably going to be time to cut those connections loose um, and, and create a new network of colleagues. This is a good time to focus on finding balance between time structure, like time management, and the effort that you end up putting in to avoid overwhelm. I was listening to a podcast the other day and someone was basically saying, a lot of people like to say that they're busy, but they're not really getting anywhere. So keep in mind that just because you're busy doesn't mean you're being productive. So this is really good for you. Be productive, not busy. 
by the end of the transit, um, you're going to have gained a greater depth of understanding when it comes to information processing and communication and how you use the information that you receive and learn about um, to be and feel more effective in the world, to be more productive, to contribute more to the world around you. There's a huge mental focus for you um, throughout these next three years being activated to focus on ideas. But again, don't put too much pressure on yourself here. A lot of you will probably be acquiring higher levels of education or just wanting to learn a lot. So that's a good time to do it. But also, again, the more that you learn, the more you need downtime to integrate new information. There is this spiritual concept that basically says every time you receive new information, light goes to your head, but you need to ground that light through your body so that you can anchor it into the physical. So just keep that in mind throughout this time period. If you have Pisces in your fourth house or you are a Sagittarius rising, um, this is going to be a time of inner work for you. A lot of emotional inner work, a lot of it, okay? You're going to be experiencing some pretty life-changing personal and psychological shifts. I will say that because you're going to be learning how to differentiate from your ego to your higher self, and you're going to be exploring your roots in your childhood, uncovering any programming that needs to be reinvented and healed before moving forward into new areas of self-expression that are going to come after this transit. So this is a really big emphasis on healing inner child wounds. Facing issues surrounding attachments to the past and your attachment style, reorganizing your home, but not just like your physical home, like the home within your mind, like your mind is your very first home. And also paying attention to any limitations that come from family conditioning. They're going to be in full view and in full consciousness. So if there has been any like ancestral belief passed down or something that you were taught growing up that you don't jive with, it's coming to light here. So you may feel... At the beginning of the transit, you might feel alone or you might feel limited and like you haven't really had many opportunities to expand and grow and maybe reframe your mind. But these opportunities are going to come through throughout the transit. And as the transit passes, you're going to feel more empowered in these areas of life, but you have to work through the shadows that stand in their way. So Specifically with this placement, if you have Pisces in your fourth house, I really do think that the next three years are going to be um, a releasing of shadow aspects for you and really reprogramming. Like I feel like a big awakening is happening for Pisces fourth house placements over these next three years. There's also going to be a focus on building strong foundations as it relates to your physical home um, and creating a life for yourself. So uh, making sure that your home is in order, that your finances are in order so you can pay for your home, things like that. Uh, but also exploring like any roots um, that would allow you to connect more deeply with yourself, your higher self, and that would connect you with more opportunities of expansion. If you have Pisces in your fifth house or are a Scorpio rising, you might feel initially like limited or lacking like a little bit of internal zest or spark during this period. And you might also struggle to manage your ego and reflect on things that kind of just haven't been working for you, like the beliefs of your ego. So basically to say that you might have some more limiting perspectives, some more pessimistic perspectives on life. Um, but this is just because of, you know, what Saturn is bringing in terms of like self-expression. Saturn is very rigid and disciplined and the fifth house is really like expressive and creative. So this is just kind of like the adjustment period at the beginning. 
throughout the transit, you're going to gain a stronger sense of purpose and expression in your identity. Like you're, you're the energy with this that I feel with Pisces in the fifth house is with this transit of Saturn is very much like I am, I refuse to be someone that I'm not is kind of how it comes through. So, um, uniqueness, pride, creative talents, work hard, play hard mentality are going to be focuses with Saturn and Pisces of the fifth house. Um, reevaluating your talents and seeing like what you're really good at um, and and getting really disciplined in what you're really good at. Your worth and feeling deserving of love and attention from people is also going to come up during this time. So if you don't feel worthy of receiving love and attention from people um, or for the things that you're good at, your art, how you creatively express yourself, um, you're going to be asked to heal those aspects of yourself so that you can receive uh, accolade basically um, and continue along the path of success when it comes to these things. This transit specifically for you is about learning to love yourself and take pride in yourself rather than looking for those needs to be met by other people. So again, kind of similar to other parts of the transit and just Saturn and Pisces as a whole, be proud of yourself rather than asking people to be proud of you because at the end of the day, how you perceive yourself matters. And so love who you really are, not how others see you is like another really great way to go about this with the fifth house Pisces. And also your imagination is probably going to transform a lot. Um, some of you might have had this thing of like, I need to create for X, Y, Z, and that's going to be changing into I create for fun. So I really love that for you. By the end of the transit, uh, fifth house Pisces is really going to feel like they just get to have a lot of fun creating and that might actually turn into something um, really sustainable long term in terms of like financial gain for some of you, especially if you have complementary North Node aspects to that. If you have Pisces in the sixth house or are a Libra rising, um, there's going to be some focus or maybe even a little bit of pressure in the areas of work, daily lifestyle habits and like health coming into play for you, speci specifically when it comes to your mind body connection. So you're going to feel more accountable in these areas of, pardon me, in these areas of your life. And you're naturally just going to have like this subconscious expectation to show up for yourself more. It might at the beginning of the transit make you feel like, oh my God, like I need to do this. Like I'm feeling a lot of pressure on myself um, or I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself, but that's going to ease up and it's just going to kind of become or, or, or transform into this feeling of, I want to really show up for myself in these areas of my life. I, I want to, to be there for myself. So anything that has been neglected in work, lifestyle, habits, and health is going to come up for you. If you've been neglecting your health, chances are you're going to get sick, um, whether it's like a cold or something um, or little aches and pains to, that are going to ask you to like reassess and do things differently. If your lifestyle has been very disorganized, things are going to get a little chaotic asking you to reorganize your life and things like that. So the, the key is to kind of allow what's coming up to come up so that you can see where you've been a little bit negligent with yourself and course correct. That's literally what Saturn is asking you to do. Some things that you can kind of ask yourself are how can you manage your day to day better and how can you manage your health and body better? This is a really good time for new regimens in terms of like how you spend your days, how you eat, how you feel your body, how you move your body. It's also a really good time to get structured with your use of time and your task management skills. So it's really important that you learn how you work efficiently and to continue working in ways that are efficient and productive for you throughout this period. By the end of the transit, you'll have learned to be more productive, healthier, and 
considerably more focused on the right things in your life, especially because of what the sixth house offers and the Saturn energy is really complementary to that. And these next three years are going to be a period of catching up and regaining balance, specifically in mind, body, and work. So continue bettering those routines, eating healthy, sleeping enough, and moving your body. And that will really, really support you throughout these next three years. If you have Pisces in the seventh house or are a Virgo rising, um, this is going to be a spring cleaning of your long-term relationships, dude. Like it's just happening. Also contracts and justice. So um, you might start this transit feeling a little bit isolated or frustrated in some of your relationships because it's time to define and deeply understand what kind of relationship you want to have with your significant other or anyone that you have contractual relationships with. And what I mean by contractual are oftentimes like literally like you signed a contract physically, uh, like a working contractual relationship. If you already have a partner, this is going to be a time of compromise and flexibility for both of you and a deepening of opening your heart to your partner so that you can experience deeper levels of intimacy and love with them. It may also present in like feeling really vulnerable or even criticized because anything that you and your partner need to evolve out of, so like belief systems, habits, things like that is going to come to light and you're both going to be asked to either work on it and move forward together or work on it and move on separately or not work on it and fuck around and find out basically. <laughs> um, if you're single, you might feel a little bit lonely at the beginning of this transit um, and, and really desire commitment. So my advice to you is to make sure that you get into commitment for the right reasons, not to fill a void. People who get into relationships when they're lonely or they're sad, it just doesn't really work out because that person is, you're then becoming emotionally codependent on that person. So just make sure that you're getting into relationships because you want someone to add to your life, not fill something in your life. Casual relationships will naturally cause one to reevaluate their commitments to people. And this is like whether you're doing casual relationships, if you're single or casual relationships with Saturn in Pisces of the seventh house is like, it's not it. Saturn is very serious. Like it's just not it. So casual relationships are likely to fall away for people with Pisces in the seventh house. Um, this is also about organize, sorry, not organized, recognizing, um, that relationships are mirrors to you, all kinds of relationships. So where you've grown will manifest as positive aspects of your connections and where you need healing will reflect more in those tense or negative reflections in your relationships. So if you have relationships that you've outgrown, and you've stayed in negativity is going to amplify throughout these next three years until you walk away. Relationships that are helping you evolve are going to gain a lot of stability and are going to ask you to get to know yourself on a deeper level so that you can show up more fully and more deeply in your relationships. In terms of like the karmic balancing and legal things that the seventh house brings, um, those of you with legal troubles or who have been wronged legally will be, be receiving your justice during this time. You don't have to do anything. Just let it happen for you. And those of you with karmic troubles will also be receiving balancing during this time. So again, you don't have to do anything. Just let it happen for you. This is specifically related to um, Saturn transiting the seventh house. So just keep that in mind. If you have Pisces in your eighth house or are a Leo rising, uh, this transit is all about your power, your psyche, and any obsessions or addictions that you have. You're going to feel a bit of pressure to uncover these areas of your life and dive deeper into your desires, your attachments, and even your sexual relationships, uh, as well as your shared finances and debts um, and your need for control. 
So it's going to be really important to keep your sacral chakra in check and your root chakra in check and balanced. I have binaural hertz that are free on my website. I will link those down below that will very, very much help you clear out those centers. Uh, but you're going to also have to do so consciously with some shadow work and some journaling. At this point, um, with the transit kind of like moving its way through, um, you may feel a little bit dissatisfied with your power or sharing your resources um, as the transit begins, maybe because previous methods that worked for you are not working anymore or because you really want to be control in control of everything. Um, and so there might be a little bit of, of, of a challenge coming in here. But this transit is going to be filled with realizations that your fears are and your desire for control are just survival mechanisms that lead you to believe that you need anything to survive. So this is where it gets really philosophical, but you're being asked to go beyond the human perspective and sink into the truth that the divine is always going to provide for you. Always, 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 always. You do not need anything outside of yourself to sustain yourself. And I know egos hear that and they're like, food, bills, water. I do need things. It's like, yeah, but all those things can actually be met through the divine. If you let the divine work with you in the really beautiful ways that it can, um, towards the end of the transit, you're going to have a really, really, really big release. Like you're going to have really some really deep rooted attachments and habits that came from your wounded ego. And you're going to feel so emotionally free. I'm low key, kind of like envious of people who are going through this transit. Um, it's really, really positive for you. So more willpower, more inner strength, more faith. Those are going to be your pillars that are going to grow and really um, skyrocket in these next three years. For those of you who are struggling with addiction, um, you can expect to be tested during this time. Uh, but if you persevere and uncover what led to your addiction in the first place, you're going to get sober and you're going to stay sober after the transit. So super, super, super pumped um, for that for you guys. Ultimately, this transit is asking you to become deeply aware of the reasons for your actions um, and also relationships will that maintain throughout this time period are going to really, really go to the next level um, after the transit is over and you're going to have such, 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 such deep connections and deep levels of intimacy with the people that you're in relationships with um, after uh, Saturn leaves Pisces. If you have Pisces in the ninth house or are a Cancer rising, this is about focusing on your spiritual self, um, your attitude and how you like what you're studying, what you're learning in life. So if you've been studying for a while and questioning what you're working towards, um, this transit is going to ask you if what you're working towards is actually in alignment with your core desires or what you're working towards is something that you feel like you should do or have to do. You might even begin new studies and reinvent what matters to you. Um, it's also time to reassess your confidence and belief systems as they relate to your spiritual self. Questions to ask yourself are, what do I stand for? And what beliefs do I have are truly and uniquely my own? Because a lot of times the beliefs that we have are beliefs that have been conditioned into us. So this is a really good time to reevaluate what beliefs are yours and what beliefs are beliefs you believe just because other people told you that you should believe them or that they believe them. A lot of believing here. Um, by the end of the transit, you're going to have fully connected with what gives you hope and what you're faithful about. And, um, you should have a pretty deep philosophical relationship with yourself, with your higher self, um, because it's going to be a really big time of like self-improvement and deep levels of existentialism and philosophical understanding of yourself and your life and everything that you do and why you do it, which 
existentialism and philosophical approaches can sometimes cause anxiety. So take this in strides. You don't need to figure everything out in the moment. You've got three years to go through all of this. Um, So just be aware of that. Be aware of self-defeating attitudes. Super, super key here. Be aware of self-defeating attitudes and reprogram them. Look at those parts of yourself like an adventure into the unknown parts of yourself. Your self-defeating attitudes are saying, hey, alert system, alert system. There's something about you that you don't know. Hmm, that's really interesting. There's something about myself that I don't know. How can I get to know it? Investigate it through the limiting belief and the defeating attitude. And you will start to see um, what is holding you back. And you're going to be able to let go of the attitudes and beliefs that hold you back. So again, a time to reevaluate your beliefs. Go through a deeper level of spiritual awakening over these next three years. It's pretty much inevitable if you have Pisces in your ninth house um, with this transit. And it's going to be a time to get out of your shell and create a new vision of yourself in this world, how you show up in this world and how you show up in the community of like-minded people that are around you. If you have Pisces in your 10th house or are a Gemini rising, this transit is about freedom in knowing your limits and what exactly it means to have limits. So I'm not talking about like limiting beliefs. I mean like having boundaries. Um, so you're going to learn where you stand in the world and where you've held yourself back from a, from professional achievements. You are going to kind of see like how you've been blocking yourself professionally. Um, maybe because you're afraid of being seen or whatever it is. Um, or maybe you're in the wrong environment that is creating blockages and resistance to getting to where you need to be. So you're being asked to decide where you stand professionally in what you do or what you want to do. And it's the ideal time, the most ideal time for you to build a career foundation for yourself. So if you're in a career that you don't like, or you are not in a career or you want to start a career, it's the time to build the dream career that you want and take it step by step and slowly and also know what your limits are. This is not about like going gung ho bull out of the cage and just like going for it. This is about really strategically planning this for yourself. People with this placement might find themselves in the public eye during this time. So if you're someone who has a, a social media platform or you're like already like like putting yourself out there, this is a time where your platform can really take off and get a lot of public traction. You're also going to be asked during this time to face your duties within the career scope. So this is something that you're going to reap a lot of rewards for if you do it positively, or you're going to suffer a lot of consequences from if you make poor choices. So if you fuck around at work and you're like, "Mm, they're never going to find out. Mm, Nope. Saturn in this transit of Pisces in your 10th house is going to be like, yep, they found out. Here's the consequence. But if you work really, really diligently, really, really hard and really, really honestly, you're going to reap a lot of benefits. By the end of the transit, you'll be reevaluating all that you've accomplished um, from a professional sphere of life and how you want to move forward with that. It's a bit more of an intense transit because it's a big focus on like career and public reputation. It gives a lot of like for numerology, being more serious, being very work focused, building foundations type energy. But by the time the transit is over, you're going to be in a much stronger place career wise um, and your hard work is really, really going to pay off. So it might be a little bit more of a, a tough three years in, in the sense of like you might feel like you're not getting a lot of breaks which is why it's important to know your limits and know when to take a break and create a work-life balance or a life-work balance um, but it's going to have a lot of payoff in the end for you if you have Pisces in the 11th house or are a Taurus rising 
Um, this transit is really asking you to get clear on what direction you're heading in in life. Personal goals are going to come into play here and they're going to need a lot of attention and a lot of focus. So if you don't really know what direction you're going in, this transit is going to basically kind of kick your ass in gear and, and force you to fucking figure that shit out. <laughs> um, how you fit in with other people in terms of like friends, social groups, and community is also going to be of utmost importance. So superficial friendships are going to need reinvention because Pisces in this house is looking for depth in connections and wants relationships that are of a spiritual nature. And this doesn't mean that you have to go sing Kumbaya with your friends, but it means that you have to be able to bear your core self with your friends and your community and be able to feel safe and connected and talk about the deep things in life that matter to you rather than just like really surface level shit. So at the beginning of this transit, this may feel like you're being alienated if you haven't really connected with soulmates or soul family yet. Um, know that if you're someone who hasn't connected with like-minded people, you are going to find those like-minded people throughout this transit, but you're probably going to have to let go of a few people beforehand to make that happen or allow relationships that are no longer serving you to reinvent themselves. You're also likely to meet someone that you form a deep friendship or a deep relationship with uh, during this transit because this is all about community and connection and moving forward and Pisces is really, really deep and Saturn is serious. So a lot of um, really serious, deep connections can come into play here. Um, again, whether that's with someone romantically, friendship wise, or with a community that your soul truly belongs to, it doesn't matter, but there is a huge potential here to build really, really, really deep connections and it's really, really beautiful. You're also going to be assessing how you show up in relationships and how that satisfies you in the relationship. So do you like who you are in the relationship? If not, change that. Uh, if you can't change that, then change or leave the relationship. Um, and what do you bring to the table in relationships is kind of what's coming into play here. Ultimately, um, Pisces in the 11th house with the Saturn transit is going to be leading you to, um, kind of find ways to articulate your inner desires and hopes for your personal life path and have you act on them and create systems and structures for them to come to fruition. It's also going to be a big reminder on the power of manifestation and taking aligned action for those desires. So, um, you figured out what you wanted in the last few years with, um, Saturn transiting Aquarius in your 10th house. Now it's time to network, commune, and make it happen. So that's what's happening if you have Pisces in the 11th house or are a Taurus rising. And last but not least, if you have Pisces in the 12th house or are an Aries rising, Babies, this marks the end of a cycle for you, and I'm very, very happy, but this is going to also cause a little bit of contemplation uh, that might feel a little unsettling at first. So you might be contemplating entirely the meaning of existence, any accomplishments you've made, or anything that you've, quote, failed at, because you are going to be spring cleaning your psyche, spring cleaning your psyche. It's just everything's going to come up. Everything from the subconscious is going to come up and it's going to ask to be wiped down, polished, reorganized, and put back into place or gotten rid of entirely because we all know with spring cleaning, you throw some shit in the trash and you never see it again, right? So it's going to be a time for you to face your shadows and it's going to be a big focus on your own subconscious reprogramming and healing really, really, really deep-seated wounds, um, specifically childhood programming and any wounds that have been repressed due to trauma 
So it's really a rewarding time for you because you're going to help yourself in a way that allows you to heal on some of the deepest levels and come into your authentic self. Um, But you may become a bit of a hermit during this time because to get to know yourself and to heal yourself in this in this level of depth is going to require silence because the loudness and opinions of other people will get in the way of what you're learning about yourself. So because this is so, you know, deep and so focused on a lot of like clearing of the subconscious and a healing of traumas, um, be cautious with anxiety and depression symptoms and make sure that you have a system in place where you can feel courage to face Um, those parts of yourself and have a really really solid support system with someone who is unbiased like a therapist or a coach or someone who specializes in what it is that you're spring cleaning basically and and reprogramming and healing from Um, because it can be a rather intense time until you kind of get a grip on um, the the depth of what has actually been stored in your subconscious so make sure you have a support system make sure you have someone who's unbiased who's going to help you navigate through that And uh, you'll get through it really, really well. You're going to know yourself on a whole deeper level. And I think you're going to have a lot more compassion for yourself after this transit. Um, You'll also probably feel more inclined to study like the mysteries of the universe and your own existence. Again, this is such a deep, deep, deep transit. And I love it for the Aries Risings or the Aries 12th house. Or sorry, the Pisces 12th house. Um, It's it's really, really cool to me as someone who really likes to deep dive in the 12th house. But um, Again, make sure that you're coming back to earth. Make sure you're grounding. Make sure you have a support system because it can be a lot. Your intuition is also going to be strengthened. Um, but like we mentioned earlier with Saturn and Pisces, it's really going to be important to use discernment and tune into your intuition, not listening to other people's guidance for you or what other people le- believe or what other people are saying. It's going to be about you. So pay attention to what you feel. What you feel is real. I like that. What you feel is real. That just came through. I can make like a little rap song out of that. Anyway, um, by the end of the transit, you're going to have unearthed a lot of truth from your past. You're going to heal a lot. You're going to have a lot of revelations that are going to be of utmost importance to your future success, both personally and professionally. And it just, they're basically just showing me like uh, a sponge that's getting like wrung out is kind of how it feels for 12th house Pisces or Aries rising. So that, my friends, is everything about um, Pisces throughout the houses, this Saturn in Pisces transit um, for the next three years. And I really hope that that was helpful. If you want help getting through your Saturn return, you're like, Mads, I hear you. This was a lot. This was intense. I want help navigating this. Send me an email, book a discovery call with me, and I will help guide you through this process. I, this is the shit that I do. This is the work that I do. I help people through periods like of a transition in their life of, of spiritual awakening and of Saturn returns. So feel free to email me or book a discovery call if you want to chat more and get some guidance throughout this period. It's going to be a really fun three years. Personally, I'm very happy with Saturn being in Pisces. I'm really vibing with it. Um, and I'm sure if there are any relevant updates that I need to give you guys about what's happening in the collective or how to navigate some stuff with Saturn and Pisces, I will come back and give you more info. But until then, I hope that you've had a great beginning of your Saturn return, if it's your Saturn return. And if it's not, I just hope that you've been having a really great time with the transition that the collective is experiencing. And as usual, go be your divine self this week. You got this. I love you.